What's up, everybody? And uh, welcome to another episode of Wester Bros. It's been a while. It has been a while. It's been since Game of Thrones. And I'll be honest with you, I've been busy. And frankly, nothing has inspired me to um, to do an episode since Game of Thrones. Yeah, there hadn't been much. There hadn't been much. The other voice you're hearing right now is not Haney. It's not Jack. It's not Marco. All of them are too busy for me. <laughs> with their regular people lives, their children, their jobs. But it is a voice that you're familiar with. From not only never busy. Ooh, what a lie! You are planning a wedding, my friend. <laughs> right, right. You are always. I'm not too busy, busy for you, though. <laughs> you know, it's uh, it is Akash Singh. Um, for those of you guys who are maybe unfamiliar with Akash Singh, a very hilarious comedian. I know some people watch this show. You found it on the internet, but you are completely unfamiliar with everything else we did. It was really interesting when the Game of Thrones fans found this and had no clue. Yeah. All the other stuff we were doing. Right. So hopefully we have some of y'all uh, watching. We are reviewing The Joker today. The Joker was one scene away from being a perfect film, in my opinion. Yeah, I, it was a weird scene, and you hated it. You talked about I saw it just now. Yeah, so like I, I saw it ago. a few hours ago. I saw it yesterday, and it was, in my opinion, one scene away from being a perfect film. Yeah, like you, I didn't like it either, but I think you hated it for different reasons. The scene, yeah, but the movie itself I thought was unreal. Yeah, man. It was, I mean, it was like if if Joaquin Phoenix doesn't win Best Actor for this, fucking sham. It's I had that a exact sham. thought, and he and he won't. I just want to put it out. He won't win it, right? Because they can't glorify or reward a movie like this because of the perception of the movie, and. And again, we're going to get into all this, so it's okay. But he won't win it, but he should, and he should for so many reasons. Like, all the credit that Christian Bale got for The Machinist when yeah. he lost all that weight. Yeah. Joaquin Phoenix. That was the, the surface of what he It did. was like the sprinkle on top of the icing yeah. on top of the muffin. Or not the muffin, is it cupcake? Cupcake, yeah. Right? It was... It, and, Fuck, and, and let me tell you something. You need to get your shoulder looked at, Joaquin Phoenix. Yo, that, shit that is. left shoulder <laughs> it's is like a going door on a fucking <laughs> Bentley. <laughs> bro. It just opens <laughs> right, right up. up, dude. Yeah, it was very Quasimodo. A lot of Yo. like, dude, hunchback vibes. Right? He made it out. <laughs> um, so it's like, okay. So here's this movie. I'm assuming everybody's watching this has already seen the movie. So none of this spoiler alert shit. I'm assuming you've already watched it. You've seen the movie. It is. It, again, it is so fucking brilliant. Let's just go right to the scene. The scene was when he goes on the talk show. He goes on this talk show, and the Maury, whatever the fuck it is, Robert De Niro, who sucked in the movie. <laughs> the fuck happened to Robert De Niro? Were those his real teeth, or were they veneers for the film? I thought veneers for the film, and I didn't think he... I didn't. He didn't stand out to me as sucking. Bro, he was so bad... I'm like, maybe Trump is right. Like, that's how bad, like, you know how he hates Trump so much and he's just always on TV being an old man and, like, being, like, yeah. cursing with Tourette's? You know, right, fuck right. him, fuck him. Yeah. Why do you hate him so much? Like, why do you care? Like, you're dead. You're, you have four more years on this planet. Why do you give you know a fuck? Why? You know why? Because De Niro he Trump made his kid autistic? Oh, he got an, aut he got an autist? Son, he's the guy that's putting out all the shit, don't vaccinate. He, it was his, it was in his. Oh, I thought it was Jenny McCarthy. Well, she's one of them. Yeah. But like it was in his uh, film festival. It was in Tribeca. And he was like behind the film. And they were like, yo, you got to chill this shit out before people stop vaccinating. Yeah. When I had my head injury, I told the fucking doctor I didn't want to get the tetanus. 
You didn't because you thought you were going to be an autist. I I thought I was going to be autistic. That's crazy. Dead serious. <laughs> I was like, is this going to make me autistic for real? And then he was like, he's like, no, 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 no. That's that's the other one. I was like, so it does make you autistic. <laughs> he's like, no, that's just the rumors. This, that, the other. But dead serious. I got the. You know why De Niro hates Trump though? Because he married to a black woman. So he got to go out there just to shut this bitch up and be like, fuck him, son. You hear that, baby? You done? <laughs> You done yelling about it? <laughs> if you didn't already think I liked you guys. <laughs> I mean, I won't marry you. <laughs> you know, uh, he uh, he dated for a while a girl, this waitress at the uh, cellar. Really? Yeah. Beautiful young black lady. Anyway, point is. Um... He had one white kid with a with a white woman who was autistic. He's like, never again. <laughs> Something missing that's, in these bitches. That's his way of vaccinating. Do they have black autism? They got, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a I got an African friend whose little brother's autistic. Really? Yeah. yeah. Are yeah. you sure? Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm like positive. Severely <laughs> autistic? It ain't it ain't mild. It's okay. At, it's at least moderate to severe. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Um, what if it turned out like all the gangster rappers were just Aspergers? <laughs> it's like Chief Keef and all them. Like this whole time, <laughs> we're like, why are they such sociopaths? It's like they truly don't feel. <laughs> anyway. It's not so, mumble rap. It's mumps rap. It's, <laughs> measles rap. That's just how they talk. <laughs> That's Mark Gagnon, by the way. Mark Mark running the ones and twos for us today before you guys give credit to Ed and or Alex on this. Um, so... Basically, this movie, the scene comes out. Uh, I thought that you saw. I thought they threw away the whole character arc. I threw away. They threw away the whole progression of the Joker. I thought I saw this amazing progression of this character. Right, it was someone who had absolutely no control of his life, who was trying his hardest to keep everything together, who didn't understand the world he was in. Right, mm. he had no understanding of the world he was in. He had no understanding of why he was so miserable, why he was so fucking sad, why he was different than everyone else, why seemingly he was picked on. Right, he had just no fucking clue. And then, slowly, throughout these actions that he's somewhat forced into, he starts discovering himself and discovering the world. And what he discovers is pretty online, or in line rather, with with the Joker and the Joker's character, which is nothing makes sense. Chaos yeah. is the answer. Right. Fuck everybody. Yeah. Fuck everything. That's a good point. Right? Yeah. And every, it's like there was one thing holding his humanity together, and that was human connection. He fabricated the human connection with the black chick that lived next door. Yeah. Right? Which was beautifully done. I didn't realize Yo, it was Yo, I didn't either. Did you pick up on it? I was like, what the fuck is this bitch? What's wrong with her? Dude, I was talking to a buddy of mine and he was like, I knew it was fake. I was why I was like, why? He was because she said everything that he wanted her to say. He bombed with the joke in the club, but she laughed. Yeah. Right? She did the Yeah. Right? It was everything that he wished somebody would say. Right, right, right. Right? And I thought that was real. Or maybe and maybe it was. That part, I think the head blowing off because real. Because then in every other scene, they show her not there. Yes. In that elevator scene, they don't show her not doing anything, I don't think. Do they? Right. Like when they reveal that yes. this is all hallucinations. So maybe it was her. Yeah. So maybe maybe it was her. And that was the, oh, she gets it. She's me. She's, She's here. This She's is my girl. I can connect to her. Yeah. And, and, and there was that moment where, and I really believe this is true, human connectivity can like, it can kind of like alleviate a little mental illness because what I was watching, like when I'm watching, I don't want to jump around too much here, but I'm, when I'm watching this, you know, like my brother is bad with mental illness and right. I'm literally watching this going, holy shit, this, this is my brother. 
Right. Right. Like literally what happened with, with Greg was he, when he wasn't medicated, he, um, had these, you know, he had this difficult socializing and like, you know, he had this paranoia and he had a little bit of like schizophrenia. And what that does is isolate you from society. Mm -hmm. You know, he maybe was picked on or bullied for being a little weird or acting a little weird, thinking people were saying shit they weren't. And eventually you get so isolated that the hysteria just increases. Right. Right. And there's two things you could just fall within yourself. Some people kill themselves mm-hmm. or you fight back. And the Joker is shooting people. My brother wasn't doing that, but right. he was knocking motherfuckers out on the street right. that weren't saying shit. Right. Right. So it was like there was this time and I was like, okay, this is this is the process of mental illness. Right. Right. And there's this moment, though, where like if you have some connectivity, it keeps your humanity together. And there was one character keeping his humanity intact. Mm-hmm. It was his mom. Yeah. Right. The one person that loved him. Ah, okay. The one person that cares about him. And if you notice, when he's about to become what we know as the Joker, what allows him to go there, what allows him to make, what allows him to feel that this world doesn't make sense and there is no purpose and there is no reason, Mm -hmm. is when he finds out that the one person in all the world that he thought loved him lied to him his whole life and let another man abuse him. Yeah. At that moment, he's like, oh, nothing matters. Ah, I didn't even pick up on that. That's, yeah, that, that makes a ton of sense. Right? Right. At that moment, nothing matters. At that moment is when he should be at his fullest strength. He's fully formed. Right. He's turned into the butterfly. Yeah. Or he's turned into the Joker. And he walks out onto the Murray show. He does the dance. And I'm like, oh, we got it. Yeah. We got Jack Nicholson. We got Heath Ledger. We got the fucking Joker, finally. Yeah. He goes and kisses the old lady. He's taken over. He's owning the scene. Yeah. And then he sits down. He starts mumbling again and getting made fun of and not really connecting and not really controlling. I and, thought that <laughs> whole time he was still gonna, he was still planning it. Like, uh-huh. and this might, when he, I don't know if this is before or after the whole thing with his mom and he fully realized who he yeah. is, but there's this scene where he's reenacting what the thing is gonna go yep. like. And even in that, he's kind of nervous and he's kind of stumbling. Like when he, I think when he panels and shoots himself, yeah, he yeah, drops yeah. the gun. Right. So it's like, he knows what he's going to do. He's just struggling with getting it done. And then mm-hmm. he finds his whatever. Mm-hmm. And then the last second, he decides not, at some point, he decides not to kill himself and to kill Murray or whatever the fuck his name is. Ah, you thought it was like a last second chance. He I didn't know if it was a la- But at some point in that interview, he said, okay, I'm going to kill this guy. Because he also reads, when he reads the joke book, he reads, I hope my death makes as much sense, as more sense than my life. Yes, yes. And yes. so at that point, I think he thought about killing himself ah, and okay. doing the, I'm going to commit suicide. And yeah. then at some point, he gets riled up and says, fuck it, and shoots this guy. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, I didn't that exactly was my interpretation. Like that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I love that he shot him. Yeah, okay, yeah. I'm glad that he shot him. That was the right thing to do. Yeah. I would have ended the movie, him being confident, him kissing the girl, him taking over the show, him making that person that made him feel weak look yeah. weak. Yeah. Him just controlling everything. Right. Like when Joker walks into that dining scene. Yeah, that would have been better. Right? Like, that would have been better. Remember when he meets the Batman for the first time? He walked in the dining scene with Jake Gyllenhaal. He doesn't meet Batman, but he meets Bruce Wayne, and he's with all these elites. Oh, vaguely, vaguely, vaguely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's just running everything. He's yeah. Like, Do you know why? I got this scar and it's yeah. all bullshit. Yeah. And I think what, in my mind, what makes him kill uh, Maury, the talk show host, is he's having fun. He's in control. Everything's good. Blah, blah, blah. And then Maury should just say one thing, right? Like he should say, uh, you know, what is it about clowns? And then he just, or it doesn't matter, but one thing that like ticks him off, he goes, I don't like people making fun of clowns. Boom. Right. Because the Joker is senseless. Yeah. Who he kills doesn't matter. Right. Nothing matters in his life. He shouldn't even say, I don't like. He should just murk them out. 
Boom, exactly. Whatever. Yeah. So I was just pissed off that he had no control, no agency. I thought we built him up to have Okay. to be this charismatic joker. Okay. And in that scene, he's just a pathetic loser. And I thought he was to that point I still thought I don't th- I don't think he's going to kill him. I mean, he obviously can't kill himself because you have a character after this, right. but I thought he was planning on killing himself. And I think you're right about that because he read he read the moment. Yeah. And they planted that moment early. Yeah. He read the moment and they chose to do something else. Yeah. And now, they, maybe they yeah. could have painted that more clearly if he kind of held it to his own and then shot him instead. Yeah. And that would have, like, let you know exactly what he was planning. But that was, did you have, what was your interpretation, Mark? Of what, getting shot? Of, was he, him going on that talk show, was he planning on killing himself? Was he planning on killing Mark? Did you have an idea? You kind of got to go close to that mic, too. Yeah, I think it was uh, that he was the cause of his problems before. And that he internalized all of the things that was like kind of happening. Like I think he blamed himself. He called his life a, a tragedy. Yeah. And then once he realized that it was actually everyone else that was against him, then that's when he inflicted the pain to everyone else. Oh, interesting. Like he didn't direct it at himself. He directed it at everyone so else. What do you think of that talk show scene, though? Did you think he was planning on killing himself? Did you think he was planning on killing Murray? I think once he was the true Joker, like once the laugh went away, the awkward laugh, all that shit, once he was the true Joker, then he was going to kill other people. Hmm. that's when he was actualized. When he was actualized, the chaos went outward. When he's himself, the chaos goes inward. Yeah, yeah, I, I see it. I definitely see it. And I think that what allows you to like distribute that chaos is is when you come to this realization that nothing matters. Right. And I think like the darkest, I think... <sighs> Your arc would have made a lot more sense with what the Joker is moving forward. right. It, because I'm coming in with this existing idea of the Joker. And they should have kept that. I think if you're doing justice to the yeah. character, you have to make him the what the comic books... Like, it was weird to me that he ended up being this kind of, like, rebel hero that they're all rallying around. Oh, I like that. I thought that was weird, because it's like... No, people like that about the Joker. Po- it got politicized in a way that I didn't okay. know the Joker ever got politicized. So, that, so that's the other thing. And so, maybe I had your tweet stuck in my head, which was probably. basically they they made it some, like message bullshit social yeah. justice bullshit or something so okay so so two things just to go back to the one thing about like when uh you know jim carrey yeah right you know how like right now he's going through the whole there is no point in life and there is yeah. no meaning etc when you feel like there's no meaning there's no purpose or there's no point in life mm-hmm. there's two ways to go you either hurt yourself or you hurt others right right and like i would not be shocked if if carrie killed himself right? right because why not if you're miserable and there's no point why the fuck are you here right Right? It's sad. Right? I think the Joker is, there's no point. I'm here. Yeah. I might as well have some fun. And I don't care about loss of life because guess what? It doesn't matter anyway. I don't feel bad. Right. I don't feel bad. Now, weirdly enough, he's principled. That scene with the midget was so fucking funny. Yeah. (laughs) Holy shit. Dude, were they laughing in the in the movie theater when you yeah. guys saw that? Yeah, some people were laughing. I I was disturbed. I wasn't laughing. Son, I was like, but oh, how fuck. talented is this fucking uh, un? What's the guy's name? Believable. Joaquin Phoenix? No, no, no. Uh, the dwarf guy? No, uh, the director. Todd oh, Phillips. Todd Phillips. How, t- how talented is Todd Phillips to take you from a scene where he brutally murders this fat dude? Yeah. To laughing at a midget. Oh yeah. Within <laughs> ten seconds. That's true. Holy shit! Oh no, that scene was funny. Yeah, when he can't reach the the chain, and he got to turn around and ask. You got to ask the guy, (laughs) would you buy? Would you mind opening it? And he goes, "Thanks, Stuart. You are always nice to me." And then he kisses him or something, doesn't he? Yeah, gives him a kiss on the head, and then he pump faked when he like jumped out. Oh, yo, that was so funny, (laughs) bruh. But that was the moment after that, right? 
Yeah. I was like, oh, no, we got the Joker. The pump fake is very Joker. Yeah. It's, I know what you're going to do. I yeah. know what you think I'm going to do, but I'm right. not going to do it because I'm tongue-in-cheek and I got, a, I got a little sense of humor right. to me, right? When he goes in that scene with the talk show, he's weak again. He seems like he's out of control of his emotions, right? And he starts becoming self-aware. Like, the whole fucking diatribe about this is what happens when a society bullies. Yeah. It's like, it felt like he broke character and gave, like, a CNN speech mm. yeah, I as, as if he's, like, going for, you know, senator. Mm. I didn't find when you, it when, as, when you have yeah. mental illness and you forget about people and leave them alone. It's like, who are you Elizabeth Warren? Like, who, like what's going on here? Yeah, I thought he was saying what we should have said walking out. Like yeah, you told instead of showed. The yeah. whole movie showed us that perfectly, and then you told it, and, and I felt insulted. I was like, yeah, "Did I you think that. I couldn't fucking put this together?" Yeah. And I and I I swear to God, there is another version of that scene that is sitting in an editing bay. Oh, I bet you're right. Yeah, Yo, I, I bet you're right. I swear to God, I bet you're right. Suits are probably like, "Hey, we need to." We're going to get a lot of backlash, too. You need to make some kind of moral stance to help fight that. We need something in the chamber. It looks. This movie looks like you're promoting violence my, when you've been bullied, right? Yeah. Because what happens? The bullied guy fights back and then becomes a hero. We can't say that's the message. We must say the yeah. message is this is what happens when you leave people alone. 100% makes sense. I, and I, ew, I bet you that scene exists, and I would love if they fucking gave an editor's version or whatever, because then you have a literal perfect film. Because I am watching this scene, and I'm not mad at it, but I'm just like, yo, this doesn't fit. Like, even just watching the shot of De Niro, the side of his face from the Joker's point of view, like, yeah. all of a sudden, everything just felt different than the whole movie yep. up to that point. Like, it just doesn't feel the same anymore. I wasn't mad at it. I wasn't insulted, but I was just like, yo, this don't fit. And you're right, there's another version of that movie perfectly shot everything the exact same i don't know how he does it but it's different yep. and then some suit was like yo we got to fight the bad and, and you know where the you know where the movie could end he takes the camera the big camera on the sound stage or wherever they're yeah. shooting and he just looks at it and then you have the iconic joker face and then oh, just yeah. stops it's like <laughs> the chaos has ensued it cuts, people are going crazy in the street, whatever. It doesn't matter if they're going crazy in the street or not. That This is the beginning. You want to make more of these, right? Yeah. Like, to me, that's where that's where they, they fuck. You can't them. make another. You got to leave this alone. Oh, so there's a perfect example. Is this Taxi Driver or is this a series? You know, it's funny. I had this exact thought of this yeah. is the best performance in our lifetime. It is our Taxi Driver. And I wonder if getting De Niro was deliberate. Oh! I wonder if they if that was a tip of the hat or if it was just happenstance that this performance is the taxi driver of our generation and De Niro's in it. Because I don't I think at some point they saw what Joaquin was the the character was, how committed he was to it, something, and they were like, yo, Robert De Niro's gotta be this guy. Like an homage. Holy shit, because there's no reason to have fucking De Niro in it. It's also an odd yeah, it's an odd fit. What the fuck is De Niro doing here? Like, why is he... St we haven't seen De Niro since Meet the Parents or whatever. <laughs> Road Hogs. Yeah. <laughs> Road Dogs, whatever that movie was where they're biking I across the country. I think that was Tim Allen. Oh, that wasn't even and De Niro. Martin Lawrence, I think. <laughs> yeah. Okay, fair enough. Holy shit, that's it. And then all of a sudden, De Niro makes more sense, and maybe I shouldn't have made fun of him as much as I did earlier. Yeah, I mean, whatever. He's got, you know, he's just busy. His kid's an autist. He's like, I got I got to spend time with this guy. But it, him being there is because oh you're God. watching... That's what Taxi Driver was, and I didn't appreciate it when I saw it in 2004 or whatever, because mm -hmm. it's 30 years old, yeah. but 
looking back, that's what it was. You're watching a man get kicked around by society a bit and then devolve and then into this crazy back. person. Yeah. And he fights back. The Joker is a more like in-depth view of it. So a darker, so, more gritty. Okay. And this is going to sound so fucking corny. I can't believe I'm saying, but it is true. Great art is left up to interpretation. Right. And I think the the beautiful thing about this film is that it became the lightning rod for whatever your issue was. The gun people saw it and they were like, this is why you need uh, uh, you know, yeah. more gun policies right, because right. you know these anybody can get a gun and then da da da. <laughs> the um the everything's racist people saw it and they were like, see, you know, white male, another movie about white dudes, blah blah blah. All these all the like these the articles were white uh this movie justifies white America voting for Trump or something. Or this movie justifies white uh, terrorism or you know white school shootings. That movie? Be nice to crazy people. Swear to God, <laughs> there's a homeless person on the train right after I watched the movie on my way here. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm like, don't completely ignore this motherfucker. Yeah. Just look at him and say, no, man, God bless. I was like, I want to give him money. Because I just don't, the guy would look like he was crazy and I didn't want to fund his craziness. Yeah. But I was like, if he looks at me, nah, man, God bless, though. <laughs> you getting a little bit of sympathy. You some God bless. You get something. You get some humanity. Bro, you got to be nicer to open mic comedians. That's what it is. Yo, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> the fact that they called him a stand up bothered me. My man is an open micer. <laughs> yes. He ain't no stand up. No stand ups go up at danger fields. <laughs> no, just a joke. Just a joke. Um. <laughs> <laughs> no, there was there was a point that I wanted to make, and that's why I got this fucking pen and paper from you. But it was about that. What was it? We were just saying. De Niro taxi driver. No, 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 no. The messages, white male. Oh yeah, to crazy people. This movie, and maybe it's because it's closer to my heart, but this movie was just about mental illness, and I thought they were pretty overhanded about saying what it was about. It wasn't that's what about I thought. white male angst. It wasn't about. It was this guy's not a regular white dude. A a mentally ill person who was discarded by society because. In America, we don't really care about mentally ill people, yeah. right? We, we just don't know what to do with them. So Especially we back then. put them in jail. That, yeah. That's literally where they go, right? They yeah. either go to the insane asylum, and there are really not that many of them, or they go to jail, or they become homeless, right? And you saw what happened to him. He lost his job because he's mentally ill. He can't keep the job, right? He got kicked off his medication because they cut funding, and- People beat the shit out of him because he's mentally ill. And he doesn't have to function in society. He withdraws from society because he's mentally ill and it's hard for him to socialize. Like, right. the whole thing to me was about mental illness, not what happens to white folks. Now, here's the reason, and maybe this is a bigger reason about the Joker in, in general. Like, I'm sitting here going, why do I care about the Joker? And then I'm like, wait, why do we care about the Joker? I was wondering the same thing, and I can't figure it out. I got it. What is it? We relate to the Joker more than Batman. We aren't Batman. We aren't Bruce Wayne. We aren't billionaires. We aren't orphans. We aren't all uh, uh, handsome martial artists. We are that have expendable income and can have cool gadgets and beautiful women. At our, but you know what we all are? A little lonely every once in a while. You know what we all are? We feel like a little discarded by society. You know what we all are? A little crazy. Everybody has felt a little crazy. Everybody has laughed at some shit they shouldn't laugh at. Right. The Joker has always been the fucking character that we relate to. And it's the part of us that we know is wrong. 
We know we have wrong in so us. here's one thing. I thought of this. Because yeah. my girl asked me, because she does not like disturbing shit at all. Yeah. And I was like, this ain't the movie for you. And then she was like, <laughs> the Dark Knight, Heath Ledger disturbed her. Yeah. And then she was like, why does everybody like this movie? And I thought about this. I've been thinking about this. Dark Knight, Heath Ledger doesn't talk about him being mentally ill, doesn't talk right. about him being kicked around. I, I remember Christopher Nolan made it a point, like when he has the different backstories for how he got the scar, he's like, I just want this guy to show up. Like, I don't want him to have a backstory. Yeah. I just want him to come in and be this crazy force that everyone yep. has to deal with. And we still loved him with no backstory. So I can get why we love this Joker, because we all feel like this. We all feel kicked around. Yeah. But why do we love the Joker before? Because this is the first time we've portrayed him like this. We never loved him. <coughs> we, we didn't love that we Joker. fascinated by him? Yeah, he was, just a, he, was, he was just an interesting character. And I think that he was immortalized by Heath Ledger's death. I think I think Heath did a great job with Even the character. Then. But he died before the movie came out or after? After. But no, very... no, before, before, before. Before it premiered. Okay. 100% his death helped. So his death makes... Look, Heath did a great job. It was a phenomenal job. But it became iconic because you saw a crazy person essentially do a crazy thing in real life. And you're yeah. like, does this character change you? And there are all these conspiracy theories that came out that said that Jack Nicholson told Heath Ledger not I to do the character. You, yeah. I think you even maybe yeah. told me that. Yeah. But like, the reality uh, of this is, and, and this is why I think Joaquin's Joker is better than Heath's, is because there was nothing really relatable to, to the Joker that Heath played. I related to fucking Joaquin, dude. Like, you, you're going to be on the road doing clubs on the weekend. You're doing weekends now. Yeah. You're going to be on the road, and you're going to be in a hotel room for two days straight without talking to anybody before you go on stage. You're going to feel fucking crazy, dude. <laughs> you are going to feel fucking crazy. And it is a weird feeling when you go from speaking to zero people to speaking to 300 people. Yeah. That's a weird feeling. And you're going to feel socially awkward. You're going to feel as if you can't really talk. Right. And then you're going to go, oh my God, is this what crazy people go through? It's wild. I, I really feel, Heath's was amazing. It was so much fun to watch. I'm trying to think of another character that was just like so much fun, but not necessarily relatable. I want to say one more thing about go, this, go, just go. a small point, small counterpoint. I remember before Heath Ledger did whatever, the first Batman in 1988, the first villain, the Joker. Was that? Michael Keaton. 1988 and Jack Nicholson Jack Nicholson yeah yeah the, yeah the first movie the first villain yep. Joker I remember Batman Begins I watched the movie the shit sound was shitty or something I was like kind of into it I wasn't super into it but then they preview who's coming next they said this is, this is a new guy or whatever he leaves his calling card everywhere and they show the Joker playing card and I was so hype and I remember kind of everybody who hadn't seen it being like oh shit it's about to go down this is before Heath Ledger. So we still, he is the best bad guy, and I cannot figure out well, exactly why. The, he's the best bad guy because his relationship with Batman is perfect. <laughs> the one thing that Batman won't do is kill somebody. Right. The one thing that will get the Joker to stop being the Joker is if Batman kills somebody. That's a Dark Knight thing, though, I think. I don't think they did that in 88. That wasn't his big... Like, watching the cartoons, I remember watching Batman Beyond when I was a kid, like a dork. Yeah. But I don't remember the Joker being like, if you'll just kill somebody, I'll stop. I always thought he just wanted to break his code. Maybe, maybe. I don't remember that as vividly. The Joker's codeless, right? Yeah. He's the guy who's nothing matters. Yeah. So it, none of this matters. Like, yeah. I don't, I'm going to steal all the money, and then I'm going to burn the money, because it doesn't matter. 
And to your point, man, that would have been a perfect fucking scene to end on The Tonight Show. He explains that and then just shoots Murray, looks at the camera, and walks the fuck off set. That would have been ill. So ill. <laughs> yeah. Like, and then shoots him. That's it. Or, or that's the lasting thing in oh, the camera. Yeah. You know, and then all of a sudden you can cut to like the streets, the riots, everything's going crazy. Nah, end it. Fade to black, right yeah. there. Cut to black. Bang. Dude, it was. Um, dude, he was so good. Joaquin Phoenix, his run. <laughs> Yo, dude, yeah. His fucking somebody was like he. Somebody said he had a four four forty in like clown shoes. <laughs> <laughs> dude, but that hard run, like I think people don't realize, and I have almost no respect for actors, but like the choices you make as an actor. Yeah. When you watch this film, pay attention to how many scenes don't have Joaquin Phoenix in it. I'll tell you how many. Zero. Zero. He's in every scene in the movie. <laughs> it's the whole movie. Hey, him. Hey, how about this? Can you name another actor in the movie? Fuck. Robert De Niro? <laughs> yeah. There's no one else in the movie. Yeah. I mean, you know, we know comedians. Gary Goldman's in it. Oh, yeah. Sam Morell was in it. Like that girl's hot. Zazie Beetz or whatever her name. I is. I don't know her name. Yeah, the, but the like, black girl. she, he's the whole thing. How do you not give him? There was one moment, and I don't remember exactly what scene it was, and I just remembered what he did. But okay, first of all, I don't think most of this shit is art. Most movies, you call it art, go fuck yourself. Yeah. This was art. Yes. Joaquin Phoenix was, he is an artist. Yep. He is the motherfucker of our time. Mm-hmm. Nobody touching what he did. Even Dude, that if, shit he did 10 years ago where he pretended to be a rapper or whatever, and he was like showing up on Letterman drunk because yeah. he was doing this character and none of us realized it. Yeah. We thought he was just going crazy. This guy is an artist. Yes. He don't care about anything else. Yeah. There's a scene where he's doing his Joker laugh. I think he's just kind of descending into being crazy. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he just stops, and then he oh, just switches. When he leaves the room of uh, clowns, I think that's and what one it was. of them makes a joke, and he goes, ha, 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 ha. and then he just stops. <laughs> and it, that I was it like, was weird. What do you think that was? I don't know, but I know how hard it is to fake a laugh. The only thing harder is to do a convincing fake laugh and then stop it on a dime and go straight face like nothing happened. What did you find? What do you think that was? What was the joke again? Do you remember? The joke was... This uh, is the scene with Greer Barnes when he tells the fat guy, basically, you're going to get, I'm going to pay you back for what you did. For which is... Then the fat guy rat him out and say, like, he's crazy. I don't know where he got that gun from or whatever. No, I think it was prior. I think it was earlier. It, uh, was, okay. it was the first scene where they're all sitting there. Uh, Greer was in it. Brian Callum was in it. Yeah. And then I think that the big guy says something to the midget. He goes... Uh, uh, shouldn't you get paid half or something like that? Or what did they say? They said, uh, oh, that was it. He goes, oh. with miniature golf, do they just call it golf for you guys? Okay. And he goes, ah, 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 and then stops. Yeah. I I loved it, and it was chilling, but it was a weird choice <laughs> because it shows that he has some social ability. Right. That he recognizes laughing at someone's jokes eases a social interaction and what i loved about his laugh in the movie was that it was involuntary and that was always inappropriate what was discomfort it stemmed from the discomfort like anytime that he was uncomfortable he was he was laughing like that and he didn't want to laugh he was actively trying to not laugh but in that moment he just shut it down immediately after he left the room right exactly so he was in control of that time which was weird yeah 
But that was a different laugh, though. There's the Joker laugh, and then there's the maniacal, like, or, like, the involuntary, like, medical laugh where, like, he's choking and coughing. Okay, so those so are different. There's two laughs, and they even... fulfill different things. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, the choking is involuntary. So yeah. the choking yeah. is, like, to me, that was representative of, like, his childhood, like, the abuse, like, the involuntary, like, trauma. And then the Joker laugh is, like, his, like, that's him taking control and, like, warping his past, like, trauma and applying it to his like current and self. using it so like when he laughs is the joker on the tonight show or whatever yeah that's him being the joker and then that is just a manifestation of the trauma that he felt before that's him owning it right it's like his n-word <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> yeah <It's> like, <laughs> you're not gonna use this against me dude yeah man it was fucking brilliant man but it's like so much of who the joker is is because of his past yeah. That he's a clown. He wants to be with kids because he had his innocence stolen from him. Ah. Like he, like, so much of like what he becomes is a like manifestation of like what he's been through. Hmm. And he That's the way I've interpreted it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I could see it. I never, I never put the thing together with the clown and kids because you never see his relationship with kids in any of the other movies. And again, mm. I'm like using all these other movies to like inform me about this one, which is maybe unfair mm. to this one. I know. I think that is a thing. You have to stay true to Joker if you're going to call the fucking movie Joker and it's based on a character yeah. you've seen in 50 movies. Yeah, you're right. You can't flip it. You can't turn it into Aquaman and yeah. just be like, it's Joker. Yeah. Dude, the Bobby D thing is 100% right. That's what that was. Yeah. It was an homage to Taxi Driver. And this is just taking Taxi Driver a step further. Like, yeah. I am truly watching a crazy person go crazy. Yeah, and this is the thing people don't realize. People go crazy. Yeah. That happens. You go, it's not like, it's not like it, craziness doesn't change. You know, craziness isn't height. Yeah. Right? It's like you are a little bit crazy and then it gets exposed. It's yeah. like, it, 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 like the sanity erodes. You ever see like those like rock structures over thousands of years that yeah. eventually like, like, or like beach glass, yeah. you know what I mean? Like that's really what happens. Your sanity just erodes and the more isolated you are, the more insane you get. Yeah. And it's, oh, it's fucking crazy, man. It's just wild to see it happen in the movie. And he just did this amazing job until that one fucking moment where he has to explain <laughs> the point of the whole goddamn movie like we're idiots, man. Drove me crazy. To your point, though, there was another casting thing that I was reading about that apparently was like kind of uh, like Pointed. an homage. It was uh, the kid that plays Bruce Wayne mm -hmm. apparently played young Joaquin Phoenix. What's his name? Joaquin. Are you sure it's Joaquin? 100%. Yeah. I don't know you about You don't that. know movies, bro. I don't know, I know about that. Joaquin Phoenix. Go. He played a young Joaquin Phoenix in another movie. I forgot what movie it was. But I was reading about it, but like the kid plays a young Joaquin Phoenix, kind of alluding to like... Is he the, are they brothers? Is that actually Bro, his dad? That whole thing. I wished. I mean, has this been like written about in past Batmans and shit? Because if the Joker and Batman are brothers, which is completely plausible still, there was, remember, think about this, right? There was the adoption paper that was written up. Yeah. Right? But the mother said, he made me sign some paperwork. Oh. And there's a picture at the end. In her room, he has a picture of her. He She flips it over and the mm. note says, like, you're the most beautiful woman in the world or something. And then it's signed TW. No. Yeah. When was this? After he kills his mom. He's in her room, I think, painting his face white, getting ready for the performance. Right before he stabs the guys with the scissors. 
and then he sees a picture of his of his mom young flips it over and it says something something about her being beautiful or something and it's just says TW so he's Batman's fucking brother could be now this would bother me if this isn't written about in other books and then you just made it this thing yo honestly let's go you just <laughs> added something to Batman like this already amazing dynamic this already amazing relationship like sibling rivalry is already great right now you got the Orphans, abused, fucked up. Yeah. You have nothing, dirt poor, no family, no one loves you, nothing. And you have another orphan, or soon to be orphaned, but like grew up with privilege, grew up with all these other things. Holy shit, man, it'd be so great. So here's the question. Let's say you do make another one of these, right? Yeah. Do you include Batman as a peripheral character? Yeah. I mean, they've, they told the story of Batman peripherally throughout this entire thing. Right, but how cool would it be to have a superhero movie about the villain? I mean, yeah. Who do you root for? <laughs> well, let's just say that Batman is also the worst superhero of all time. That's why I think people love the Joker, because he's just a trash superhero. Why? So he's got no powers. Right. He doesn't kill people. And white privilege is his power. Yeah, he's got nothing, bro. Yeah. Like, what does he do? What's cool about him? He doesn't have any swag. He doesn't, like, have any game. Nah, he, no, he got bitches. game, son. He he fucks he's fucking these ballerina bitches on boats and shit. Yeah. Nah, 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 nah. He, nah. he got swag. He's cool with it. He's he's emotionally distressed, you know? I think there's some value to that. Um, it's the darkest superhero, which is cool. I think that's what it is. He's a dark fucking superhero. Hey, yep. what's up, son? Um. So yeah, so it's just like you have this situation where I mean there's a reason we're so compelled by him and we have no reason to care about anybody. Right? Like wait a minute, did I just see that right? Was there a top on that drink right there that fell? Yeah. Okay, thank God. Dude, I thought this drink fell and like perfectly flipped and landed <laughs> and then none of the liquid came out. Uh, no, 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 dude. Yeah. That that would have been remarkable. Yeah, that would have been crazy. Anyway, um, yeah, dude. It was just, yeah. I think that there's something that we like about the about Batman. Maybe it's aspirational. We all want to be able to have cool gadgets. We want. Maybe he's a rapper. Why do we like rappers? <laughs> well, right. The, it's the, like the thing that made that Christopher Nolan did to make these Batman movies our favorite. I think was yeah. like he made it. This can be real. He's not a fucking superhero. He's not born yes. on another planet. He's a rich guy for sure. Yeah. But then he just has a company make incredible technology for him. Yes. And then he knows how to fight. And so that's how he beats everybody. Like it's not, yeah. none of it is. And he's vulnerable. He yeah. made him vulnerable oh, yeah. in every movie. Oh, yeah. And that's the other thing. He could get got. Yeah. Super Superman to me is kind of wag because he's so invincible. As an actual superhero, like powers and shit are all dope. Yeah. But he's like. Trash. This guy's got everything. Yeah, Superman mm -hmm. the worst. It's too easy. Mm -hmm. Superman the worst. Super, by, for me, by far the worst. Yeah. And all of DC usually yeah. is, is is just the worst. I find Batman the best in DC, actually, in terms of the story and all that. <laughs> yeah, because he's the only one that's different. Like, with DC, it's the laziest superheroes because it's just Superman, then Water Superman, then Woman Superman, <laughs> then Fast Superman. They're all yeah. the exact same character, right. just like slightly changed right right in marvel each character has at least their own power their own like unique backstory yeah right but this fucking joker man i was i can't stop thinking about it 
I'm so brilliant. glad we did flagrant right after because I walked out of that theater like affected. You needed to like, <laughs> I chuckle. needed to cleanse a palate and just have fun because I was like, the first ten minutes of the podcast, I was like, this was a wild fucking movie, man. Yo, <laughs> I couldn't get it out of my head. I'm telling you, I looked at everything differently for the next like train ride, whatever it was. And if I didn't have flagrant, I'd have kept the whole night. I'd just been like, every crazy person I see, oh, this I should be nice to this guy because he'll kill everyone. <laughs> yeah. Fucking, we need to be nice to them. That was the whole moral of the movie to me. It had nothing to do with white privilege. Yeah. It is, you do not understand what people are going through. And my girl and I just discussed this yesterday about someone else. I forget who it was. Yeah. But you don't know what people are going through. You could just be nice. You have to like pop off on everybody. In New York, we're quick to do that. Yes. And she from Philly, so we just be getting into it. But like, yes. you could be just be nice to people. You don't know what the fuck this guy's there going through. There are no Mormon shootings. Yo, because they just be nice They're to They're nice. Right, like never <laughs> once. There's no Mormon church shooting. There's no Mormon school shooting. There's no Mormon just. There's no Salt Lake shooting. Like, what, what was the last time you're like thirty people killed in Salt Lake? Not because they're nice. They're fucking nice. A killer probably drives by Utah. And is like, let me just go to L.A. These motherfuckers. What could did get he it. say to the midget? He goes. You're, always, you're the only person that was ever nice to me. Thank You've you always been nice to me. You were the only person. You were the only person who was always, who's always, nice always been nice to me. <laughs> That's how you stop the Joker. Yeah. It's just be nice. Or I guess that's how you can like protect yourself by a little little bit of crazy. So you can, yeah. Hmm. There's another funny note that I noticed about the Batman thing is that Daddy Wayne, the yeah. dad. Thomas Wayne. Thomas Wayne says uh, when he's being interviewed, he's like, only cowards wear masks. Ooh. Oh, shit. And what's crazy about that is that Batman... Wears a mask, his yeah. son. Yeah. And the Joker doesn't. Oh, well, shit. he doesn't. He paints his face. He doesn't wear a mask, bro. He goes in drag. That's not a mask. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I guess. He ain't different than no bitch going to prom. Yeah, that's what I'm yeah. saying. It's a lot of makeup. Dude, that fucking scene where he starts painting his tongue. Oh, that's wild. So that, that's the thing I was about to make. Like, about most acting, I do not respect at all. But, like, what I do respect in acting is what you do that is not written. Yeah. What what people call choices mm. in acting, right? And Heath Ledger made some incredible choices. And I think maybe what's so compelling about the Joker character is you know so much of it is not in the dialogue. Yeah. Like it is impossible for the for Todd Phillips or whoever wrote the fucking movie to go, and at this moment you will cry while also laughing and bringing your cheeks up in a smiling put like you yeah. and I have read auditions. There's never I've done m movies, TV. There's never that much description. No. There is the line that's written, and then what happens afterwards. And I think that's why we love watching the Joker is because... When he did that to Bruce, that shit was chilling, and I don't know if that was written. When he just takes took Bruce... his face and fucking... Because you see it from behind the kid's head, yeah. and you see his hands on his neck, and you're like, how, what exactly... How is he holding him? And then you see him expose his brown teeth. You'll brush your kid's teeth. <laughs> Dude, what kind of parent... <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Like, that guy has a real parent. His real parent in real life isn't brushing his fucking teeth. That girl had a front yellow middle tooth. You noticed that too? Yeah. Yo, that shit got me. You're a professional, dude. I mean, you in the movies now. Dude, it's like seeing foreskin in porn. <laughs> it's like, fucking take your job serious, dude. Like, <laughs> like this is what you're Are out you there, a star dude. or are you just a porn actor? Dude, you know what? <laughs> I'm such a piece of shit because... 
earlier in this episode, I was making fun of Robert De Niro's teeth for being too white, and now I'm making fun of everybody else's teeth for being too teeth-like. <laughs> like you can't make me happy. Nah, listen, you, she was in Deadpool too. She is superhero. She, you like a star, right? Fix that one tooth. Get that it ain't hard. That, that that tooth dying. It ain't that, but it's dying. You dying right now? You dying. Right now. <laughs> Shout to Raw. Wait, who was it? Smokey Suarez. Smoke. Shout to Smoke. Oh. Shout to Smoke. Yeah, dude. It, yeah. I mean, there was just so many choices that he fucking made. Even like the dancing. The They're, dancing was great, dude. You know how awkward that is? <laughs> dude, like, people don't realize there are 100 people on set watching you. Go. I had that thought too. Like, what are these guys thinking as they're just watching this guy be fucking crazy? There's so many scenes with just him being crazy. Being crazy. And there's a, and like, you have to be crazy and then walk off and like, that dancing shit, if it's too much, you're like, ah, you're putting it on. You're being too extra. You're being, you have to be in the character. Like, they are watching probably a little scared. Like, this guy is crazy. Yeah. He might have lost himself. Because I don't see, somebody said about Christian Bale in that movie, The Boxer or whatever with Mark Wahlberg, yeah. like you forget, it, with the mark of a truly great performance is you forget you're watching an actor and you think, you forget it's Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah. I lost Joaquin Phoenix so many times in that movie. Done. I had no idea, I just knew it was Joaquin Phoenix playing this fucking completely different person so well. I, this was Joker. It's to the point where like, I don't even believe Joaquin Phoenix is the same person. I don't I, believe I'm he's worried saying. about him? Real shit. And if he kills himself, the Joker's the greatest role in history. (laughs) If he really is committed, dude, that should be part of the contract. You do Joker, you got to fucking kill yourself. Yeah, at least try. You got to (laughs) try. Bare minimum, uncleft the palate. (laughs) He got to walk around with the car wash lips. Dude, Dude. But that'd be great. You could just cast all the actors that get pushed out of Hollywood in that role. Yes. All the guys this that get your me too. Yes. You get me too, just like, all right. Kevin Harvey Spacey. Weinstein is Joker. <laughs> Kevin Spacey. Dude, Kevin Spacey might kill that shit as Joker. Oh, though. yo, Kevin Spacey would kill that shit. He already weird as fuck. Kevin Spacey would kill Joker. Dude, it is. Whew. I mean, it is something. It was. It, it is just something special. Bruh. It is something fucking special. What do you think? What was your standout choice from him in the whole movie? By choice, I mean not in the script. But I think the it was the laugh and the stop. Oh, you love the laugh? Okay, okay. I don't. I don't love it, but that though. For some reason, that little thing impressed me so fucking much, and I couldn't figure out exactly why. Yeah. But I was like, God damn! How do you such a good fake laugh, stopping on a dime, right back to crazy? And I didn't think it was a. In the movie, I didn't think he was playing it as a fake laugh to appease these people and ease them socially. I played it as he actually thinks this is funny, and then he's just so crazy. I, I saw it as he just stops he laughing. He shut it down. Because he just, he's just crazy. He has no joy in his life. And it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't like a, yeah. to me, I'm going to make these people feel at ease by laughing. It was just, ha, 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 It's like, that's how a fucking psychopath laughs to me. Yeah. And he is, he is a psycho, and it's just like, that one little choice for me, for some reason, was like, what the fuck? Haunting. Yeah, haunting. Mark, what is, is when was the moment that choice is something that's not in the script, right? That so a choice, a, yeah, it could be like how he ran. Uh, it could be like him uh, yeah, yeah. pushing his face in a certain Dude, way. Dude, I loved when he 
was dancing alone mm-hmm. and it does the dialogue. I don't know if that dialogue was improvised where he's like dancing and he's and the girl's like, Hey, you're a great dancer. And he's like, I know. Oh, do you remember oh, that yeah. part? Oh, after killing the people the first time and then dancing, I thought that was fucking great. Right. He goes yes. in the bathroom and then dances. Yeah, all the dancing stuff that that sealed it. Because it's the risk with the dance is you could throw everything away. It is easy. I don't want to say easy, but when you're being small, mm-hmm. when you're acting, and by small I mean not very um, emotional, not very emotive, not uh, not a lot of big motions, like everything the opposite of like what you think of uh, of Jim Carrey in a lot of ways, and like Ace Ventura, right? The mm-hmm. the exact opposite. You can be small and believable and not that good at acting. Look at The Wire. Look at all those characters in The Wire, right? Yeah. That literally just played themselves and we were like, holy shit, that's really good. But they weren't forced to like do anything really. Yeah. The characters were so bleak that you just believed that they would be bleak. Right. So when you go big, you can get cartoonish. Yeah. That dance could have taken us all out. Yeah. He could have danced in a way where we would start laughing like Adam. Mm-hmm. We were scared. Yeah, that's a great point. You know how good you got to be to dance and make me scared? Yeah. You have to be in the character. You completely, you are this guy. That's the only way it works. Is you are truly Joker and you are just dancing because you are fucking crazy and that's what it is. You can't be out of, oh, this is me acting, I'm going to do a dance. You have to be, I am Joker. I, I'm dancing. This is how I feel. This is how I dance crazy. Yeah. That's the question you're asking yourself as an actor. You're like, how can I dance that makes them make them believe that I'm truly crazy? The only other movie I would be as enthralled by as this is a fucking behind the scenes of what Joaquin Phoenix was like. If they did a documentary oh, like, like Jim, Jim Carrey and the shit. Truman yeah, Show, yeah. I wanted one of those for these, for this movie. What was he like talking to a director? Is he able to just drop in and out of character, or is it the shit where you are in character for the entire time you're filming? And if so, how do you not descend into that Heath Ledger space where you're like, yo, I'm not going to be the same after this? Okay, when you're on stage, right, and you're you're doing well, and maybe you're like busting balls in the audience, do you take a little of that with you off stage when you're like meeting people or yep. like hanging out 100%. later that night at the restaurant, et cetera, 100%. right? You carry a little bit of it. Yeah, yeah. Now, you're only operating that way on stage for... 45 minutes an hour. Yeah. I imagine to stay in character, he's kind of operating as Joker for the eight hour to 12 hour day. At the very least. At the very least. Maybe he's one of those method guys that just stays in like Daniel Day-Lewis just stays in. Bro, that's got to take a fucking toll. Dog, it's crazy. That's what I'm saying. Like, I want to know what he's like now. I was curious about if he's done any... Interview since then. I think he night. did, right? He he was on late night, and then it got weird. Or he, he was in an interview, and like someone asked him about, like, do you think it promotes violence? And he walked off. Like he got into some weird shit. I yeah, just don't know how you're the same, man. So what do you think his girl? I don't know if he's married, but if you're his girl, and all of a sudden you find out that your man gets cast as the Joker, I'm you, out for a year. You holler at me five, six months after you're done filming. But you don't think he lays it down way better now? Oh yeah, yeah. Better. As Joker? Yeah. So that was an odd thing when he went and made out with that girl and like was like powerful, even though it was fake. Right. But like that's what he believed he would want to do in this like life of his. Yeah. I've never found the Joker to be sexual. I've found him 
completely asexual, the character in general. Like, oh, this actually ties into a question. I'm pretty sure I know the answer to, but he kills that girl, right? Uh ooh, I don't, I don't think so. Do you guys think so? I assume two women he killed were her, maybe the daughter, and then also at the end when he's in the mental asylum and then he's walking off and there's like red footprints behind yeah, him. Yeah, he definitely killed the psychiatrist. So I assume he killed both of them. And if he did kill that girl, it would answer the point of like, when he's Joker, he's not sexual. I killed this woman. He didn't rape, he didn't whatever, he just killed her because he's not sexual. Once he's descended into, or once he's like actualized as the Joker. But why wouldn't they show it? It's too cruel to kill the woman. Maybe. It's fascinating what we can put up with. Killing the, <laughs> the finance bros was completely acceptable. And they were shitting on him. And are you like, you didn't feel bad because they were picking on this kid. They were picking on a woman, first of all. Of course. It got fucking weird. It got rapey. Yeah. And then they started beating the shit out of him and he shot him. And it's like, well, you don't want him to die, but you're also not going to feel super bad for these guys. Isn't it amazing trash. how quickly we can justify murder? Yeah. Like, we put murder at the top of the do not do list. When it's really in the middle, What's dude. crazy? Yeah, I don't <laughs> even think... not even close to the top. I don't even think we pretend anymore. I think now rape is number one, molestation is number two. And rape and molestation, same thing. Yeah, murder right. murder, close second or third, however you... Dude, I think it's like... Like, you stole from a church? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, <laughs> like what, you know, what, you pushed an old lady? Like, I think there's so many more things that we can't... Justify murder is contextual. How he judges kind is purely contextual. So what happened? You killed that person. What happened? Yeah. Like maybe killing is a better word than murder. Yeah. Killing sometimes you can kill for good. Yeah. You know the troops. Yeah. Right. Sometimes you kill for good. Like murder is, I think, by definition, you plan on killing somebody that you're not supposed to. Okay. So right. that wasn't even murder. That was like because uh, nobody says they yeah. murdered Bin Laden. They say they killed, right? Bin Laden. Yeah. But yeah, I, I don't think that he killed them. I, I for some reason I don't think that he killed them. I can't believe you think there's not going to be another one. I just didn't see this as that kind of movie. I just saw it, and maybe it makes so much money. It's not who made this Warner Brothers. I don't know. You think these fucking billionaire <laughs> sociopaths? are going to see a movie and go, oh, it's a piece of art, just leave it. Yeah, that's true. But if I'm Joaquin, I, you can't do this again, man. You just set this the fuck off and then you're out. You're out. I thought maybe he could be in another Batman if they tried to relaunch and do a better job this time and not let that fucking Zack Snyder direct it. Who did Superman? Oh, he did Superman and Batman vs. Superman or whatever. Dude. Which I thought were both trash. This is how great Joaquin Phoenix was. Until right now, I forgot Jared Leto ever played the the Joker. Son, you I forgot until you said it. I literally thought it was Heath Ledger, Joaquin Phoenix. Me too. Hashtag me too. Yo, how tight was Jared Leto in the theater watching that? You Yo, just, bro, you he almost shot salty. it up. That, that would have been him. <laughs> if someone shoots up a theater, it is Jared Leto. hundred <laughs> percent, dude. Jared Leto is becoming the Joker in real life right now. Dude. <laughs> He's painting his face. Fucking, he's already wearing makeup. Planning his <laughs> planning his late night appearance. Holy show these shit, motherfuckers. dude! <laughs> At least we get one dead Joker. We gotta get one dead Joker per movie about it, 
And then it's good. Son, this is how good Joaquin's performance is. It don't even matter anymore that Heath Ledger died. He number two. Like, you know how good you got to be to bump a motherfucker who died for the role off the list of greatest Son, jokers? I gotta watch. I gotta watch that old Batman again, because I never thought Nicholson was that good. Same. I just thought his face was weird. Yeah, I didn't think like it was, it was prosthetics. I think he had prosthetics yeah. that made his face weird. But I was never like chilled by his appearance. I watched that movie as a kid, and I didn't find him that scary. So why we? Act, you haven't seen movies. Nah. Mark just started watching movies. Yo, movies are lit, <laughs> dude. <laughs> why didn't no one tell me about this shit, dude? It's so fun. Literally grew up with three movies in his household, <laughs> and his family never let them watch movies. The Sound of Music was probably one of them. You? Nah. <laughs> 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 but uh, how many? How many? Um, yeah, it's just such a weird thing. He just grew up with no fucking movies whatsoever. And now he's getting into movies. He <laughs> just watched. Little, the, he watched like, the Matrix. He just watched the Matrix. Yeah, it's amazing. It's All amazing. three of them. It's so funny. You shouldn't have watched two and three. I can't believe that. No, I didn't watch two and three. Oh, you only watched only one watched two. one. Just I watched actually like two and three. Nah, bro. Really? Go rewatch them. You're like, what the fuck are we doing? Why oh, I, I did rewatch them. I thought <laughs> they were really good. <laughs> good. <laughs> Yo, son, that's what they're gonna do to Joker two and three. You gotta stop right here. You gotta stop. So right where here. where does it go with Joker? I could see again if they relaunch Batman, bringing Joaquin Phoenix in, but like, oh, you gotta, you gotta bring Joaquin Phoenix in yeah. if you do it, but. Excuse me, but can you take Joker and do another movie with it? I, I, so, because here's the thing: the only hero's journey with Joker is becoming the Joker. Yeah. Once you're the Joker, you're just a piece of shit. Just killing. There's no arc. I mean, you could resolve it. Meaning he gets killed. No. Meaning so. Every affection that Joker has in the movie is is fake. And all the love that he feels is fake. Everyone. So Murray, the dude, like mm -hmm. it's a fake like uh, hallucination when he's on the show the first time. Remember? Yep. Oh, yeah. He says all the nice stuff to him. Even the little kid on the bus, he's like making faces to him. And the lady's like, stop messing with my kid. It's like every affection that he feels. So the next movie, he feels love from his family. And who's his family? A Joker rom-com. That's what we need. Bruce Wayne, bro. So oh. Batman and Joker, they rekindle their friendship and they become. I love you, man. Both Batman <laughs> and Joker. Yeah, is I love you, man. Bro. Okay, what about <laughs> what about he starts to feel affection from all his fans? Because now he does have fans. All these people love him. They're wearing the masks. But They're then you got to keep doing it to to keep the affection going. But what he's saying is, the second he gets affection, he'll stop being the Joker because that's what he's craved the whole time. Right. I, I, what what my that is the. Uh, he's his mental illness was just induced by bullying approach. What I thought they really tried to express here was he's had mental illness. Yeah, and the bullying was a microcosm uh. of it. Right, like the issue here is I'm mentally ill, mm. and if I was being bullied or not, I'm it still going to be fucking mental. By the bullying, That's right. he was also locked up before the movie started. Because he did some weird shit, right? I mean, I, they didn't ex explain why, but they cut to him fucking bashing his head into the glass at the insane asylum. Yeah. So what do we do? What is the next movie? You can't. It's kind of fucked up. You can't. I mean, he, can, he can tour. Now he's got fans and stuff. Like, he got it. Yeah. He's in DJ or something. Like, <laughs> oh, stand up, bro. He's headlining. Now. Yeah, that's a good point, bro. He probably sells tickets. Think There's about that. There's less funny comics that are that are selling out. You know, whatever. <laughs> he did a late night spot. He. Has all these fans in Gotham. Like, 
He's got merch. Like, what else do There's you need? There's comics bro? I want to name names that I'm like, it's about <laughs> as funny as a Joker set <laughs> to watch her HBO special. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> look. So, here's the reality. You can't get another Joker movie out of it. No, I never thought they were going to do a sequel. Actually, not never. It crossed my mind, but I was like, nah, I don't see how you do. You can only do a, super, a superhero movie with Batman. And one of the, the Joker could be the main character of this one, which would be interesting, which I think you touched on. A superhero movie with Joker as the main character and Batman as the guy trying to foil the Joker, and it's all from Joker's point of view. Mm. But even that is tough because his whole thing is, I have no agenda. So how do you do an arc of someone who's like, I just like randomly someone killing someone? who wants someone. nothing. Yeah. That's why it's, dude, it's too tough. You know what would be sick, though? Hmm. So Warner Brothers is coming out with a streaming service. Oh, yeah. It'd be sick if they did, like, an eight-part fucking miniseries. Like, I need to know how Joker gets money. I need to know how he, like, where does he live? What, what does he do? What is, like... Like, how does he have this influence? How can he get in these rooms? How can he organize these plots? Like, maybe there's a world where, like, we find out how he rises to fame as, like, a crime underboss in a weird way. Because we don't mind watching Mafia Tales where they rise to fame. Oh, that'd be ill. Right? Like, he just can't do anything too crazy. How does he ascend the ranks in the underworld? How does and he get have his, his own, yeah. Like, what is he doing? Does he is he working for somebody and then eventually takes them out? Like, he has to go underground now. Well, he's in that yeah. thing. How does he break out? Like, where does he develop this like brilliant deceptiveness, or is it just fanatics that he has? Does he have like these crazy like super fans that are just breaking him out no matter what? He's like, okay, I'll go along with it. Like, yeah, that's the other thing. Joker in the Dark Knight. He's a criminal mastermind. He's, he's a cunning, brilliant fucking guy. He's yeah. brilliant. In this movie, they didn't portray him as intelligent in any way. And that's why I hated the talk show scene. Show me the charm, the cunning, yeah. and the dominance. That, like, if you took him from a shell of a human being to the charm, the cunning, to the dominance in, in one movie, and, and believed every step of the way, yeah. they, they couldn't do it. But You're they right, couldn't though. do it because they look like they, it would look like the movie was basically saying, go out and shoot some people, you'll feel better. Yeah. Because what, <laughs> what happened? Yeah, he became a hero. He got everything he wanted. He went out and shot some people. He felt better. Yeah, you cannot deny. He literally the says it in the movie. Well, I don't felt great. Yeah, yeah what was I it? thought I was gonna feel bad, but I don't. Yeah. It's like he says that to. Bro, now that I think about it, they shouldn't put this fucking movie out. <laughs> <laughs> like this is not a good idea. Are you kidding me, dude? What the hell is wrong with these people? How did this not get through some screenings or something? He That's says, why you had to end it Fuck. like that. That's why you have to end it with. You push me around. You can't bully people. That's what happens. Yeah. Because otherwise, you're right. This movie is, yo, you know what's great? When you're feeling stressed, shoot somebody. <laughs> it's so true. It's like some people smoke cigarettes. Some people smoke some fucking Wall Street bankers. <laughs> but either way, you're going you're gonna to feel a nice little calm. The guy was on nine pain meds, did nothing. Started killing people. Everything's great. Fuck Xanax. Yeah. Fuck Prozac. It's anti-Big Pharma, bro. That's what it is. That's all it is. We don't need your drugs. Yeah. We'll just murder each other. We got our own drugs, Slugs, bro. not drugs. <laughs> there it was. Dude. I couldn't find it. There's, there's got to be a fucking... Whoa. It's crazy we've come full circle. This is a dangerous film. Yeah. Like, this is dangerous. No, but that's why you have to have that last scene. 
what does it say about me that I wanted this movie to be like a American ISIS recruitment tool? <laughs> I don't think you saw it like that. You just saw the art as art. I was only looking we at the art as art. one of us saw repercussions. But... Um, yeah, but that's how those like weird photographers get like kids naked in pictures. They're like, it's only art. I don't think it's the same. All right. <laughs> be honest. <laughs> Are you being a little hard on yourself right now? Between fucking but you know what I'm saying? We're Joker like... and children's snuff films. I, don't <laughs> no, think... I didn't mean films. I was talking about like, there's like these weird like like hoity-toity artists who like put like their own kids. I think there's a one specific woman like will put her own kids in like pictures and like put yeah, them out there. Yeah, she's a fucking freak, man. That's weird shit. Don't yeah. do it, right? Yeah. But we invested in this from an artistic point of view for an hour and a, hour and fifty minutes up to that point, and then you just want to see it end in the way that it should and from it, a storytelling. It turned point into of view. a PSA. Yeah, it turns it turned into a fucking PSA. But it had to. Thank now, God. Now, yeah. Now that we talked this through. Thank God. Yeah. Uh, but the whole scene did feel like this doesn't fit. It felt like the, you're jamming the puzzle piece in where it doesn't fit. I was but, too. Yeah, dude. But yeah. you needed it. I was too excited for that movie. I was like giddy watching the movie. Oh, I wasn't giddy. I was haunted, man. I was oh, like no. disturbed. I was I was saying let's go. I was saying that <laughs> no. Shit. Someone clapped real loud at what in our movie when he shoots Murray. Some guy like wooed and like clapped really loud. I think I don't know if he was trolling, but like everyone was kind of shook. Oh, I definitely clapped at that. Like but people I, like looked around. Like it was a whole thing. Yo, that that's the Joker in the front row, bro. <laughs> yeah, that's Jared Leto getting ideas. <laughs> yeah. No, maybe I didn't clap at that Fallon. part. I didn't clap at that part. But when he when he fucked up. The fat dude, Ralph, or whatever oh, his name yeah, yeah. was. Now, see, that shit disturbed me too because it was so fucking brutal. It was slamming yeah, his head yeah. against the thing. I literally, like a bitch, turned away from the screen. I did. Like I, I was fucking like, loved every minute of it. <laughs> I, I was sitting I next to these Latina girls, with these big ass Latina women. I was like, they yeah. looking at me like I'm such a pussy. I bet because I was just like, eh. like I couldn't handle it, man. And they were you like, that's slam. how you do it. You take the fucking scissors and you put it in his stomach. His cheating ass stomach. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, anyway, look. Um, any last any last thoughts? Any final thoughts before we get out of here? Oh yeah, Dude, man. Pray for Joaquin. Um, I had I a question, bro. Yeah, I don't understand this part of the film. What year did it take place, roughly? Nineteen eighties. It was think. in the eighties. Why were they all watching Charlie Chaplin? I think was that a throwback? Like yeah. I got the metaphor. I got the metaphor. Like the Chaplin film is about, but like I didn't get what. Why they played an old movie? Um, I think it's just he's. When were they playing it? So when he goes in the theater to confront him for the first time. Oh, yeah. this is just like elites watching. That's what I thought it was. Just like an old, an old thing. Shit. Uh, yeah, but also didn't Chaplin represent a certain part of society? Yeah, he's a working class guy. That's when he's in like the gears. It's called modern something, modern time. Yes, modern worker or something. And and what was that specific scene representing? They always play that at the cellar. What, when he's rolling on the roller skates? Yeah, but he's coming like close to the edge right. and almost falling Almost going edge. over the edge, right. And that's the joke, right? This scene is like the joker. I'm about to fall right. off the edge, right? And uh, But I think it was just like, what can like l- uber elite people do for fun? Let's get dressed up and watch an old movie. You know what's interesting? They made Thomas Wayne an asshole. I loved it. I thought it was interesting. I didn't dislike it. Because we need to it, justify but- him dying. Uh-huh. Dude, everything about the movie, like, it's no different than jokes with us. It's like, when we do, like, a really tough, offensive joke, it needs to be really funny to justify it. Right. And with film, anytime you put through someone through something that, like, triggers us morally, like, 
you need to set up that person to die. Yeah. Like anybody that they kill or any good guy that they let, any bad guy that they let live, they need to justify it. What's weird is, I don't know if this says anything about me, I still didn't think, because after Thomas Wayne punched him in the face, I thought it was fucked up, but then he goes, come near my son again and I'll kill you. And I was like, oh, he's just a father. Yeah. I would do the same shit to this guy. I'd yeah. beat the shit out of him. Yeah. I actually thought that line was peculiar. Yeah. I was like, if, if you take away that line, they're like, yeah, kill that motherfucker, it's fine. Yeah. But maybe they kept the line in because they're like, I kind of want you to feel a little bad that he got killed. Yeah, because I did. That's exactly what happened. When yeah. he got killed, I was like, yo, this is rough. And he's like defending his kids and like, please don't. And he steps in front and then yeah. bang, bang. Do you think that the he picked up each pearl from the snow? <laughs> oh, the robber? Yeah. Because that's <laughs> what he was after, right? He's after the necklace and then it snapped. I thought he just, I thought it was just more Joker shit, which is kill the rich. Fuck you, you had this coming. Kill you. Then I'm killing this bitch just because, and my, while I'm doing it, I might as well. In the comic book, I think they're getting robbed. In right. this, it was, these are the riots that the Joker has started. Here goes a rich guy. Hey, this is exactly what the Joker would want. This is exactly what we're doing. We're killing rich people. Bang, bang. While I'm killing you, I might as well just snatch your pearls. But then he's, then they fell, and then do you think that he probably, picked, probably him picked him up? How long? In the snow, too. And, like, the kid is just standing there the whole time. He's like, oh, you dropped one. I help him. <laughs> do you think that, that he would help him pick it out? Or, do you think, like, how, like, I would love to see that scene. We should recreate that for Instagram. It'd be really funny. Just the kid's two dead parents laying there, and he's just, like, picking it up and, like, looking at the kid. Like, I let, you're going to stand here? Like, should I kill you? Like, what? <laughs> he's slowly picking up all these fucking pearls. <laughs> I mean, this kid's dumb, bro. He let some stranger put his fingers in his mouth. Like, this is not a healthy yeah. kid. Yeah, this, dude. This Bruce kid's vaxxed, bro. Wayne yeah. definitely had a tetanus. This kid's vaxxed out. <laughs> oh, no, yeah, this, Yo, heavy vaxxed. This kid's vaxxed out, no heavy doubt, bro. Heavy vaxxed, dude. Yeah, Bruce Wayne is kind of an idiot. Yeah, dumbass little boy. Yeah. Alfred got to come save you. The fucking butler got to save your life, bro. Also, trash Alfred. Yeah. Hair plugs, <laughs> brown hair, kind of like thick. Yeah. Like, I did not imagine young Alfred like that at all. No, young Alfred got to be swapped. Young Alfred got to be old. Alfred's old. Yeah, but he was old. It was, what, 15 years earlier? Middle-aged Alfred. Michael Caine, Morgan Freeman. <laughs> Always old. <laughs> Just have him be his same fucking age. It doesn't matter. <laughs> you don't think? You think that people would be like, ah, oh, Michael Caine would have looked younger <laughs> 20 years ago. Yeah. Gives a fuck. It's true. Anyway, guys, this has been our review on uh, The Joker. We hope you enjoy. Let us know what you think. Obviously, Twitter, Instagram, all those things is where it's at. Um, and you know what? I think I want to do another one for El Camino. Which one? Is oh, I'm in. You want to do it? I'm in. Okay. I'm in. Breaking Bad, El Camino. When is Drops this Friday. Okay. It's on Netflix, so everybody's going to watch it. Yeah. It's going to have the Breaking Bad enthusiasm behind it. And I definitely think that we can cook up something. Let's do it. Yeah. But it's only for these big things. But keep on shooting suggestions. I almost wish we did it for Top Boy. Did you watch Top Boy? No. Nah, it's really I'll good. It. Check it out. All right. It's really good. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Peace. Peace.